G'day and welcome back. I'm Benjamin from The Little Guy Cooking and today's episode is about barbecue. Um, it's something we enjoy here at The Little Guy Cooking. Love cooking low and slow barbecue. You know, sometimes it's just regular barbecue that we do, but the low and slow is something that I really enjoy cooking and there's many different ways you can do it, whether it be over, you know, gas barbecue, whether it be over hot coals, you know, coal barbecue or kettle barbecues, or whether you're cooking direct heat over open flame and and fire and smoking that wood, you know, is another way to really spice up your barbecue and something we enjoy here you know with the warmer weather getting on here in Australia it's it's time to get out get out barbecuing and see what you know we can do and have fun with the family basically that's what you know barbecuing is about having fun with family friends and it's a great way to do it so a little bit about barbecuing you know it's not an easy way of cooking but it is a lot of fun there's a lot of different um spice rubs that you can buy there's a lot of spice rubs you can make yourself so many things you can cook on your barbecue from you know seafood right through to tomahawks whole legs of lamb whole roast briskets you know all that kind of stuff you know, when you're doing the bigger meats, it's sort of the low and slow style of of cooking and usually involves a bit of smoking as well. And it's really where it's at at the moment, you know. The American style of barbecue has come leaps and bounds since it was created and sort of taking over the world, especially here in Australia. Everybody's loving, you know, that low and slow style of cooking. And for me, I enjoy it. You know, I can get out early in the morning, put the barbecue on, get the coals hot, you know, get the meat ready, get the meat prepped, put it on six to eight hours later, sometimes ten, ten hours later. You know, you got meat falling off the bones or you got the whole animal just slow cooking with a bit of smoked wood in there, you know, depending on what cut of meat you use, you know, it's depending on what flavour of wood you're going to use to smoke with and sort of each different type of wood goes differently with, you know, different cuts of meat for lamb and pork or beef, etc. There's different styles of wood that you can use and It's a really great way to get extra flavour into your meat and it's just a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun with the family and that sort of thing. So we enjoy it very much here and we've created, you know, a few recipes on barbecuing and currently writing our barbecue cookbook at the moment. 
which will come out hopefully January next year. And the reason why, you know, we started the Barbecue Cookbook was to raise awareness for men's mental health. And our men's mental health group is the Victorian Brotherhood. That's who we created it for. We did a book for them earlier this year on basic general cooking and it was all based on you know brothers from the group sending in recipes and then me as a chef recreating them rewriting them into understandable ways for people to be able to read and to be able to recreate for themselves so our second book our barbecue book is basically the same thing people have sent in recipes We've tried them, we've recreated them, reworded them so that anybody who buys a book can, um, you know, understand how to read a recipe and cook something delicious for their family, their friends, or just for themselves. And all the profits from our books, you know, go to the Victorian Brotherhood. So, and they're they're available on our little guy cooking page at the little guy cooking.com.au and yeah all donations go to men's mental health so something worth looking into but you know barbecuing can be anything from traditional beef burgers right through to low and slow briskets uh, lamb tacos you can do tomahawks, steaks, anything you can do on a barbecue pretty much. You can even do desserts on a barbecue. And we will be putting some dessert recipes in our cookbook so that, you know, you can see that, hey, you can cook a dessert on the barbecue. You can have a nice smoked apple tart or something on the barbecue and it's going to be absolutely perfect. Now, one of the main reasons I love barbecuing is all the different flavours, the meats, so versatile. You can cook up a brisket, you know, for 10 to 12 hours. You can turn that into a sandwich. You can put that through, you know, mac and cheese. You can put that through a salad, etc. You can just do so much stuff with one cut of meat, cooking it low and slow. There's many different recipes you can make with it. And it's absolutely fantastic. And it's all about what kind of meat you want to use, what you want to make with it, depending on how you cook it. You know, there are certain things that you need to have in your pantry for, for barbecuing. And some of the main ingredients that are used in spice rubs is salt, pepper, Garlic powder, onion powder, uh, paprika, either the sweet, normal. Some people use a smoked paprika if they're not smoking in their barbecue and they want that bit of smoky flavour, they'll use smoked paprika. And you do need a good quality olive oil when barbecuing and smoking. It just just makes a better experience. And some people do use coffee grinds, you know, ground coffee in their spice rubs, especially when they're doing 
a beef steak or a tomahawk, etc. They use coffee grinds. You can't actually taste coffee once it cooks, but it gives it a little bit more of an earthier flavour in your cooking. And that's that's the basic spice rubs right there. You know, you can use other stuff like nuts and oats and all that sort of stuff to create more flavour. Um, you can use any spices you like, really, from thyme, oregano, just depending on what cut of meat you're cooking and how you want to marinate it. It's all up to you. There's no real flavour profile. You can go crazy. But the ones I just said were the main ones to have in the cupboard, and that's the main ones used in American barbecuing. They just add extras to it depending on whether it's pork, chicken, seafood, etc. So, you know, it's all there. It's good quality. And some of the things you're really going to need when barbecuing is a good set of gloves. And I know this may sound silly, but what do I need gloves for? Well, sometimes when you're doing whole briskets, you know, whole pork butts, etc., you wrap them up in tinfoil, you put them on the grill. It's hard to pick up, you know, with a set of tongs or you're going to have to have two sets of tongs and it's just going to fall out. So a good set of heat-proof gloves so you can pick up that pork, take it off, unwrap it, put the pork back on, get it smoking again, etc. That's... That's one thing you really need. Another one is a barbecue meat thermometer. And you can get lots of different ones these days. You can get handheld ones that you open up your barbecue, stick it in, check the internal temperature. When it's cooked to where you want it, you can pull it off. But there's other ones out there like digital barbecue thermometers that you stick it in. It has a little cord that comes out. And... It'll go to a digital reader that sits next to barbecue all the time and it'll tell you exactly what temp it is, how long you're cooking it for. You can set a timer on it so in five hours' time that timer is going to go off. It'll tell you the internal temp. It'll tell you the external temp and you can instantly tell that, yep, meat's done perfectly. All right, it's time to take it off. Let it rest for however long you rest your meat for. There is also ones that are Bluetooth enabled, so it goes to your phone. So you can set up your slow, low and slow barbecue, put your coals in, put your meat in, get your smoking wood on, and then you can go and mow the lawns, you can go and do the gardening, do the household chores, whatever. And you can just latch into your phone every now and again and go, yep, no, still all right, still at the right temp, you know. Coals are still hot. I don't have to go and stake it up just yet. So good barbecue meat thermometer is, you know, is a staple that you really, really need. And also you obviously need good quality barbecue. I mean, there's plenty of brands out there. There's so many different ones, whether you get an offset smoker, kettle barbecue, a bullet smoker, or even if you just get a gas barbecue that's got the hood on it now, you can still smoke in one of those, even though you're using gas. You can get your smoking chips, you soak them, get them wet, 
you can then wrap them up in tin foil poke a few holes in the tin foil the more holes you poke the more smoke you're going to get out of it and you wrap it up into a nice tight parcel put your holes in it both sides of the tin foil stick it over the top of the gas barbecue on one side put your meat on the other side and it's going to create that smoke that goes up over the top of your meat once you've closed your hood on your barbecue so you can smoke on a gas barbecue you can smoke on a coal barbecue like a little kettle you put your coals in underneath then you put your grill plate on then you put the smoking wood that you want on top of your grill plate you can put it directly on the heat but it's going to cook it's going to light up very quick it's going to get on fire quickly if you put it up the top on your grill plate it's going to smolder it's going to create that nice smoke it's going to create that effect that's going to go up through the top of the kettle barbecue then back down over the top of your meat so you're still going to get that beautiful smoke flavor through your meat just in a nice light way now offset smokers you know basically the same you want to set up your coals in the offset area put that on put your grill plate on put your smoking chips just above that or your pieces of actual smoking wood nice little chunks you can put that up there and once again it'll smolder and it'll send that smoke from there through the chamber over to where you're going to be smoking your meat so it's not over direct heat it's more of a um, reverse sear sort of you get it smoking in that big smoker area and then when you get it to your correct temp you can switch it over straight on the hot coals give it that sear give it that beautiful lines and color let it rest once you take it off and then obviously serve with whatever sides you you're making to go with your barbecue and you know barbecue has its own own sides so to speak you can do just about anything and we'll go through that a bit later with one of the recipes we'll we'll put up a barbecue recipe later and you know we'll we'll get something going and so that's you know three main things you need a good quality barbecue good quality heat proof gloves good quality barbecue thermometer and that's about all all you really need as well as all your spices and your rubs you need good quality um, smoking chips or you know chunks of smoking wood you can soak them in water for about 30 minutes to an hour before putting them on the barbecue and that means they'll just take a little bit longer to heat up a little bit longer to start actually catching on fire but they're just going to smolder more and it's going to create a more of an intense smoky flavor as opposed to a straight in your face up there smoke so it's just something to think about you need good quality coals you know it's it's one thing you need coals that are easily ignited and we usually use a separate burner to ignite the coals it's like a chamber put your fire starters in the bottom put your coals on the top you let that go for half an hour and your coals should instantly 
start lighting up and they'll be nice red hot. Then you put that in the bottom of your kettle barbecue or your offset smoker. And then you put a heap of other coals straight on top and then that will slowly come up to temperature. It'll slowly add flavour and it just won't burn straight up and it won't be over the top heat very quickly. You want it low, you want it slow. If you are cooking on a high heat and you want it direct over the grill, that's fine. You put them all in, you get it nice and hot, you get it up to that temperature that 150 to 180 degrees and then you can do the sear straight on for those quick meats like your skirt steaks you know for those little things that you want to get up to temp really really quickly you want to sear the edges you want to get it nice and golden and then you want to take it off and it's a nice medium or medium rare depending on exactly how long you cook it for and there are many, you know, different ways of doing it, but it's all up to you, depending on what you're cooking and how you're cooking it. And, you know, one of the things I like to cook a lot on the barbecue is, you know, the big tomahawks, big chunk of meat, usually six to 800 grams of meat, nice big long bone, and... We'll just go through a quick recipe for that now and I get about four tomahawks and I'll use 200 grams of salt and pepper, 200 grams of onion powder, 200 grams of garlic powder, 200 grams of sweet paprika and I'll use 300 grams of single malt whiskey. Now that's per tomahawk. Now for this we're actually going to cryovac it. So once we've rubbed it down with our spice rub, we're going to put them in a cryovac bag and then we're going to add the whiskey into the cryovac bag and then we're going to seal in the flavour. So once your tomahawk is prepared, coat it with your spices, put it in your cryovac bag, put your whiskey in, seal it up, and we're going to set it aside for minimum of four hours but you can do it for up to 12 hours a couple of days i've done it for a seven day marinade and it's come out absolutely tender so we're reverse searing this and the way we're doing this is we're going to cook it in a pot first so what we'll do is have a nice huge pot on the boil big enough to hold all your tomahawks and we're going to simmer that water we're going to bring it up to a boil you want to you know rapid boil and then you're going to bring that right down to a nice simmer we're going to add our steaks in still in the cryovac bag that is we're going to leave them in the bag we're going to stick them in the bottom we're going to boil it right down you can put the pot straight over your coals etc on your barbecue you can still use your barbecue for this and we're going to let it simmer for 30 to 40 minutes that's going to bring it out up to about medium to medium rare and it's going to be absolutely perfect on the inside so once we've simmered it for about 30 minutes they're going to take them out let them sit in the bag for five minutes 
Then we're going to cut those bags open. And then we're going to slap them on the hot grill. Now, I like to do it in a kettle barbecue. So I put my water on the kettle barbecue over direct heat and flame. Boil the steaks for about 30 minutes. Then I take them off. Let them cool down. Take my pot of water off. I make sure my coals are hot. I want them at about 180 to 200 degrees. I want my coals. Then I'll place my smoking wood on top of the grill. I usually use um, pecan wood. I use probably a cherry wood for this. Would be absolutely perfect. And put that on. Close the lid down, let it get smoking for about five, maybe ten minutes. We've taken the steaks out of the bag by then. We've then put it, we've got our coals hot, we've got our wood hot, steaks are ready. We then open it up, direct flame, direct grill, place the steaks down. We want to put them for about five to six minutes each side to get that nice char on it. So we put our steaks in, we close the lid down, we give it five minutes. We open it up, turn the steaks over, cook it again for another five to six minutes on the other side, get those nice lines, that nice absolute char on our on our grill and those steaks will come out, should come out a perfect medium. So it'll be absolutely perfect and I usually serve this with a pear and rocket salad now it makes perfect dish for summer the salad is light it's beautiful we use nice fresh pears rocket uh, walnuts which you can actually toast on your barbecue grill if you want you get a nice little pan put them in bit of oil toast them you can have your smoke flavor going while you've got the lid down and you can do this while your tomahawks are resting because I'd rest the tomahawk for about 10 to 15 minutes before serving it and before slicing it. So while your tomahawks are resting, you can smoke off some toasted nuts, etc. You can then add that to your rocket salad, bit of pear, nice good olive oil. You can also grill the pear if you really want to. It's it's all depends on your flavour profile, what you're trying to achieve. But I like to leave the pear nice and fresh, just sliced very, very thinly. The rocket dressed with a good quality olive oil. Smoke my walnuts or even pine nuts are good. Sometimes cashew nuts. You can use all sorts of mixed nuts if you really want to go all out there, go absolutely crazy. And you should be able to get, you know, a nice salad for each tomahawk. So barbecuing is a lot of fun. It's about playing with the flavour profiles, finding the right marinade or the right rub that you like to use a lot. And just have fun with it. Don't overthink it. And basically... The old staple is if you're looking, you're not cooking. So the more you're looking at your low and slow, the less it's cooking. The more that lid is down, the better it's going to cook. And the more heat 
the more flavor, the more smoke is going to go through your meats and you're going to create that ultimate smoked flavor through your meats and you're going to make that barbecue very, very special.